I recently helped hundreds of people achieve more in a few months than they had the previous several years. And now I'm getting ready to open up another challenge where I want to help you do the same. Here is actually a short testimonial of someone who was in that challenge. This challenge was hands down the best thing I did all year. And I appreciate the time, energy, and heart that you put into it. My name is Dr. Benjamin Hardy. I'm an organizational psychologist and best-selling author of many books that have now sold millions of copies. Click the link down below and watch this free training where I will show you these frameworks on how you can achieve more in the next 90 days than you possibly have in the last five to 10 years. Click the link down below and watch the training before it goes away. If you want to make better decisions, save more time and make much better and faster progress, then watch this video to the end. I'm going to start by showing my screen and showing a 90 second clip of Elon Musk, where he describes five things that most engineers and people get wrong, which ultimately leads them to wasting lots of time. Then I'm going to show a private interview between me and Alan Bernard. And in that interview, Dr. Bernard shares the four ways that people and organizations waste their time, and they both connect very much. Bernard's insights with Elon Musk's. Then I'm going to simply break it down and show you how you can make much better decisions, save way more time, and ultimately make much better and faster progress. So let's go ahead and jump into the Elon Musk clip. The most common error of a smart engineer is to optimize a thing that should not exist. Why would people do that? Well, everyone's been trained in high school and college that you got to answer the questions, convergent logic. So you can't tell a professor your question is dumb, that you'll get a bad grade. You have to answer the questions. So everyone's basically, without knowing it, they got like mental straitjacket on. They'll work on optimizing the thing that should simply not exist. Just make your requirements less dumb. Your requirements are definitely dumb. It does not matter who gave them to you. It's particularly dangerous if a smart person gave you the requirements because you might not question them enough. No matter who you are, everyone's wrong some of the time. Then uh, try very hard to delete the part or process. This is actually very important. If you're not occasionally adding things back in, you are not deleting enough. The bias tends to be very strongly towards, let's add this part or process step in case we need it. But you can basically make in-case arguments for so many things. Only the, the third step is simplify or optimize. The third step, yep. the first step, Finally, you get to step four, which is accelerate cycle time. If you're moving too slowly, go faster. But don't go faster until you have worked on the other three things first. And then the final step is automate. So just to quickly reiterate the five steps that Elon Musk just said, then I'll move over and share my screen to the clip of Dr. Bernard where he shares the four ways that people waste their time. The first step that Elon Musk said is question assumptions and requirements. The second one is to remove all unnecessary steps. The third is then to simplify and optimize only the few things that matter. Very few things matter. The fourth is once you've simplified and optimized and removed the stuff that doesn't matter, then you push the pedal to the metal and accelerate the process for faster feedback loops. And then after that, number five is to automate. All right, let's jump over to Dr. Alan Bernard. I think it's true for any scarce resource, right? So whether it's a person or a machine or process, there are four ways that we that we waste capacity and lose time. The first is we do the wrong things. We do things that are not helping a lot. They're helping a little or they're not helping at all. The second thing is we don't do the right things. Partly because we are so overwhelmed with number one that we don't have the capacity to do number two. But it could also be that we just haven't figured out what are those few right things, right? Using 80-20, using the one thing idea, etc. That helps me to figure out what are those few right things that can get me to the 10x. The third one is we do the right things in the wrong way. That typically relates to two things. We, we multitask. We try to, even the, if we got it down to three or four things, we still are multitasking between them. That causes everything to take longer. We get much less done. We make more mistakes. We feel overwhelmed and stressed. 
So having that courage to say, even if there's just three things, just do them one at a time. Only switch when you really can't make progress on what you're currently busy with on your highest priority task. And then the fourth thing is we end up repeating mistakes, number one, two, and three. I call the first ones errors of omission and commission, right? Errors of commission as you do things you shouldn't be doing, you do them in the wrong way. Errors of omission, you're not doing what you should be. The, the fourth type of thing is an error of detection and correction. We are not learning from experience because we don't, we don't do proper experiments. So those are the sort of the four things. Doing the wrong things, the many wrong things, not doing the few right things, doing the few right things in the wrong way. We multitask or we overload ourselves still. And then we don't learn from experience. We end up repeating the mistakes, number one, two, and three. So the first way people waste their time is that they're doing the wrong things. And according to Dr. Bernard, those wrong things are anything that doesn't have an extreme effect on the goal that you're making. Dr. Bernard has spent a lot of time studying constraint theory. And constraint theory is a decision-making theory that helps you first off define the goal. And then from there, define the, the core bottleneck or thing that needs to be solved to achieve the goal. And this, this largely connects with a lot of the ideas in the 80-20 principle. The 80-20 principle says that 80% of your results comes from just 20% of what you're doing. And so that core 20% of what you do creates almost all the insights, all the impact, and then everything else, the 80% of things that you're doing, and even 80% of people are those wrong things that Dr. Bernard talks about. And one of the things that Dr. Bernard has talked about, and I've shared videos on this, is that the only way to actually find those few right things is to make your goals literally impossible. You want to make the goal so high that there's almost no pathways to getting there. In psychology, there's a concept called pathways thinking. And this is very relevant to people with very high hope and also high commitment and high motivation. When you have high goals, seemingly impossible goals, then you are going to have to become very flexible and adaptive at finding the few pathways that will get you there. When you have small goals, then there's an almost infinite number of things you can do to move yourself forward incrementally. That's the 80%. There's a lot of things you can do to improve yourself by 10% or even by 2x. But almost nothing will work if you want to get yourself to 10x or to an impossible goal. So one of the first things you want to do is ultimately have a goal that is so big and impossible that you stop operating from your current assumptions. And that actually fits with what Elon Musk talks about in his first core point, which is question requirements, question assumptions. Most of the things that we do are simply just because either we've done them in the past, it's how other people do them. And so when Elon Musk, as an example, went into the space industry, he questioned all the assumptions of NASA. Like they had been doing so many things out of dogma and out of ritual and tradition, many of which were outdated ideas or based on situations of the past. And so he stripped down all of the requirements and assumptions. So back to Bernard's four ways people waste time. The first one, again, is, is that people are doing the wrong things. Those wrong things are anything that don't have an extreme upside towards the goal. And you usually won't be able to identify those few pathways, relationship situations unless your goal is so high that it gets you out of your current assumptions. You want to be focused on the few things that have extreme upside. And if it doesn't have extreme upside towards the goal, and the goal is really what matters, your goal is going to be different from everyone else's goal. If it doesn't have extreme upside towards your goal, then it's the quote unquote wrong thing. The second thing that Bernard said is, is that they're not doing the right things. And those right things are the very few things that have extreme upside towards the goal. Those are the 20% of things, situations, and people strategies and pathways that have extreme upside towards the goal. And the only way you can really identify or the most effective way that you can identify those few right things, Dr. Bernard says you should have a goal that literally you believe to be impossible. Like genuinely you believe 
it's impossible because once it's impossible, then you'll stop operating from your past assumptions. If you believe it's possible, then you think that you know how to do it. And if you think you know how to do it, then you're operating from past assumptions and past knowledge. Whereas if you genuinely think it's impossible, and if it's so high that very few things, almost nothing will get you there, then you could ask Bernard's question, it would be impossible unless what? Unless. And that will help you open up and identify the few pathways, situations, context, where if those things are true, then it might be possible. And those are the those are the few right things that if you focus on them, you might be able to move things forward. And so, so there's a really great quote from Nietzsche who said, when the why is strong enough, you can bear anyhow. But there's a similar quote from Bill Walsh, the famous football coach, and he said, when the why is strong enough, you will find the how. And that fits with pathways thinking. And also 80-20 thinking that when the why is strong enough and when the goal is really, really high, and when you stop operating from the past but start operating from the future, then you can find those few right things that have extreme upside. And so you want to continuously be finding new and better ways, situations, relationships that have huge upside, and then focus on those. The third thing that Bernard talks about is that people do the right thing but in the wrong way. And what he mostly means by this is, is that people aren't in a deep flow state. They're focused on too many things at once. They may be doing that right thing, but they may not be doing it very much at all. Like they may be putting their 80% of busy tasks of the wrong things first in their schedule rather than putting, quote unquote, the frog first, eating the frog, putting the right thing first, the most important thing first, and putting deep work into it. Also designing your life around flow where you're deep in focus, doing a few things, solving deep problems rather than having your time thinly sliced by having meetings and, and switching tasks all over the place. So you want to ultimately do what would be called in psychology deliberate practice, where you are actually putting the important before the urgent, those few really important things. Those are the only things on your schedule. And then you're doing them deeply well and practicing. You're, you're getting better and better and doing deep work, not shallow work. The fourth thing that Dr. Bernard said is, is that people don't learn from their experience. And so they repeat errors one, two, and three. If you don't learn from your experience, then you're going to continue doing the wrong thing. In other words, you're going to continue doing most of the things that are not really moving you forward. You're going to be busy, but not productive. You're going to be on the hamster wheel, just expending lots of energy, but ultimately not moving forward. Or you're not going to be finding those new and really powerful, effective pathways with extreme upside. Or you're not going to be doing those right things increasingly better. If you want to achieve impossible goals or go 10x, as we talk about in this book, 10x is easier than 2x. And by the way, there are insights in this book from Dr. Bernard on achieving impossible goals. But if you're not getting 10 times better at what you do by doing deep work, not shallow work, and ultimately focusing on quality, not quantity, then you're not going to actually get there. You, you can't just grind your way there and you can't you can't do bad work and get to 10x. You've got to get 10 times better, 10 times more innovative. And the only way to do that is to design for deep flow and to get better and better at those few right things. Now, just quickly connecting a few of the ideas from Elon Musk and Dr. Bernard. The first thing to do is obviously question your assumptions. Question the goal. Question if what you're doing is your goal or if it's someone else's goal. All goals should be intrinsically motivated and playing your own game, not someone else's game. But also, back to Elon Musk, question why you're doing what you're doing. Maybe everyone else in your industry thinks you have to have certain requirements or that there are certain musts that you have to do. But are those really true? Are those simply assumptions and requirements of other people that are not actually true for your goal? So question assumptions, question them regularly. Let your team, if you're a leader, question your assumptions. And at the end of each week or at least every month, look at your progress and then question the assumptions. Is it right now? I love the concept. I think it's Brian Tracy has a concept called blank slate think thinking where every once in a while you want to do a reflection and a review and look at your life right now from the current situation how much of what we've been doing, say, the last month no longer is relevant. We can question the assumptions of our past self. We can question the assumptions of the last month. Maybe a lot of what we've been doing has been decent, 
but it's not the highest upside towards the goal. And then you can remove, regularly remove. So that fits with number two on Elon Musk's list, which is remove unnecessary steps or remove the 80%, remove, 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 strip things away. It's so much, and this fits a lot with even mastery and what Michelangelo said about shaping and building the David, which is that you remove everything that's not the David. That connects with Dr. Bernard's first point, which is you wanna stop doing the wrong things. Remove the stuff that's just busy, that's stuff that's based on wrong assumptions or based on the past or based on other people's expectations or other people's goals and just strip more and more of those things away that are busy and not effective. The third point of Elon Musk's fits a lot with Dr. Bernard's idea of doing the right things in the right way. So obviously you want to simplify everything down. You simplify the goal, you strip out on all the unnecessary parts, and you focus on only the few things with extreme upside. Focus on just the 20%. This fits a lot, by the way, with psychology as well, which is that you want to have your attention on less but better. You want to have your attention on quality but not quantity. You want to go deep, not shallow. So once you've questioned assumptions and really clarified the goal and stripped away all the stuff that really doesn't matter, the assumptions stripped out the wrong things, then ultimately you want to simplify and optimize the right things. The fourth point that Elon Musk says, which is really cool, is he says that only once you've simplified and optimized, which comes after you've questioned assumptions and removed the wrong stuff, is then you push the pedal to the metal. Then you accelerate the process and generate much faster feedback loops. And this fits a lot with doing the right things in the right way, which is number three on Bernard's idea, which fits a lot with deliberate practice, which is once you're actually focused on those few things that really matter, you want to you want to accelerate the learning process and go through an extreme form of deliberate practice. You want to have an extreme form of deliberate practice and fast feedback loops. And then you want on a regular basis to review progress. You could do this on a weekly basis. I would actually recommend every week you pull out your journal and just do a 30-minute review of the week. And during that review session, you can actually go over these questions. How much of what I did over the week was part of that 80% or part of those wrong things that's ultimately based on flawed assumptions or false assumptions or even past assumptions or other people's assumptions? And how much can I strip away? Like, that is one of the keys is, is that you want to focus on removing more than adding. Removing and quote unquote unlearning is a much more accelerated, fast way to move progress. And so you want to continuously look at the past week and say, where was I spending time on quote unquote the wrong things? Or in other words, the 80% of things that are not moving the needle. What assumptions did I have that maybe I could remove based on what I've learned this week, but also what can I remove? Then you could also reflect on the key progress you made, maybe a few pathways you've learned that maybe have way high upside that you could test, you want to explore and exploit. But then you also want to review, where did I actually get better in the few things that do matter? Where did I get better in the 20% of things that are the right things and what progress did I make and what new doorways did those open? And so I think every week and every month you could do a review session and you can actually go through deep learning. And there's a lot of research on memory as well that your memory is a reconstruction. And so in large part, your past is an imagination. Your past is something that you create. And this fits with a lot of the research by Dr. Brent Slife in this book, Time and Psychological Explanation, where he says that it's more accurate to say that the present actually shapes the meaning of the past than to say that the past shapes the meaning of the present. And so when you do your reflection and review sessions every week or every month, and you're looking back and you're learning, you can write that down. And then by process of integrating, by writing it down, by making it explicit, then as you sleep, your brain will transform itself. You'll be creating new connections, but you'll also be letting go of old connections that no longer fit your current view of reality. So if you want to make much better decisions, save way more time and make much better and faster progress, obviously start by questioning your assumptions. Question your goals. Question why you're doing what you're doing. Question everything you're doing. Look at all the things you're doing and question why. Why, why do I think that this is a requirement for my goal? Chances are at least 80% of what you're doing is not actually a benefit to what you're trying to accomplish. That's all noise. The signal, using Dr. Bernard's language and constraint theory's language, is the bottleneck. And the bottleneck is the few things, or one thing ideally, 
if you simplify the system, it's the one thing that if accomplished, if achieved, will help you ultimately succeed at your goal. And so you want to strip out as much as you possibly can. Remove your attention, remove your team's attention and, and resources from the majority of things that don't matter and place your attention on simplifying and optimizing the few things that really do. Then to Dr. Bernard's second point, continuously look for the few pathways, situations, relationships, opportunities that could help you have massive movement towards your goals. And maybe on a regular basis, rethink the goal. Rethink about your goal in terms of impossible. And, and once you think in terms of impossible, then you'll start being open to new and nonlinear pathways, pathways that may be way outside your reference frame, pathways, strategies, ideas, maybe going to a different industry, a different genre. Uh, by making your goal really, really big, seemingly impossible, you'll really open yourself up to possible experiments or ideas that may save you decades of time. The third is simply just to reframe your schedule and go from what Paul Graham would call a manager schedule to a maker schedule. So rather than having a manager schedule where your time's thinly sliced and your task switching and you're doing 100 things a day, you want to have what Graham calls a maker schedule where you have multiple days in your week where there's essentially nothing scheduled and you give yourself much bigger time blocks for deep flow, for deep work. Call it at least four-hour time blocks for simply going deep, trying to solve maybe one or two things max. So don't try to accomplish too many quantity things each day, but focus on quality things each day and focus on doing one thing at a time. This fits a lot with flow. I hope this helps. This is how you can make powerful decisions. My name is Dr. Benjamin Hardy. If you like this video, please give it a thumbs up. Please subscribe. Please share. Also, if you haven't done it yet, please grab 10x is easier than 2x. And by the way, I wrote this with Dan Sullivan. Dan Sullivan has been teaching and training world-class entrepreneurs for 50 years. And so this is a culmination of, of a lot of Dan's thinking over 50 years. And this book will teach you how to think exponentially and how to operate from your uh, future self and how to achieve impossible goals, which interestingly simplifies your life, simplifies your process, slows down your time, and makes you less busy, but far more productive. Grab that. Hope you're doing well. And thanks for being here. See you later.